1: Notre Dame fans, welcome to a special edition of the Irish Breakdown podcast. It is Sunday, August 13th, and we've got some interesting topics to talk about today, including Notre Dame naming their team captains for the 2023 season. I'm going to break down who those captains are, kind of go look back the last 12, 13 seasons, and just compare how this captain group stacks up to others from a number standpoint. Not that it's better or worse, just a little bit different uh, than some of the years we've seen, certainly recently we'll dive into that and then also we will talk about ESPN which has had some some very strange Notre Dame takes us offseason released a top 50 newcomers in college football newcomers being first-year players at schools so that includes transfers and freshmen so we'll dive into that as well and Sam Hartman was on that list but let's begin by talking about the Notre Dame team captains Notre Dame has named four captains for the 2023 season. They are fifth-year senior linebacker, J.D. Bertrand, fifth-year senior cornerback, Cam Hart, sixth-year senior quarterback, Sam Hartman, and junior left tackle, Joe Walt. Notre Dame named captains, uh, four captains for the first time since 2018. It's the first, last time Notre Dame had four captains. Bertrand enters Notre Dame his fifth season the Georgia native has racked up 183 tackles the last two years. Obviously, uh, JD started at will linebacker in 2021 moved to when Maris Louisville got hurt, moved to Mike linebacker last year, replacing drew white, led Notre Dame in tackles again, despite missing over a full uh, over two games. When you look at, uh, the, the injury where he missed Navy and then twice early in the season, getting kicked out, uh, of the game for targeting two times. So he missed over two full games and still led Nerdame uh with over 80 tackles last season, had eighty-two tackles last season, 108 solo stops last two years, and 15 and a half tackles for loss. He is now a two-time captain. Obviously, he was named a team captain a season ago. Cam Hart enters his third season as a starter for Nerdame as well. And you know, we weren't really sure that Cam Hart was going to be back this year for Nerdame. He was having a really good second half of the season last year as a senior, and then he had another shoulder injury, this time against Boston College, which cost him the season, and he decided to come back for a fifth season, which gives Notre Dame a chance to have a really, really outstanding one-two punch of cornerback this year with, uh, obviously, Cam Hart and freshman or rising sophomore now, Benjamin Morrison. And so Cam Hart, is. Uh, we've talked before on the Irish Breakdown Message Board about how Cam Hart's had a really good offseason. We've heard a lot of good things. Just about the work ethic he's put in this summer and then uh, this offseason, I should say. And then, of course, uh, he's obviously taken on a leadership role because he was voted uh, by his peers, by his teammates as a team captain. This is the first time he's been named a team captain. The We'll stick with the Notre Dame returners first as we as we dive into this. Uh, left tackle Joe Alt was named a first time t- uh, captain as well. Uh, Joe Alt's just a true junior. So he's obviously that he's the baby of the group, obviously, this uh, this group. We, we know that Joe Walt's probably the team's best player. He's a preseason first-team All-American. Pro Football Focus ranked him as the number, uh, I think, five player in the country coming back of all positions. So it's no surprise that he's considered a, a top player, but it's not very often that a junior gets named a team captain. Obviously, last year we saw that with Michael Mayer, but there were six team captains, Kyle Hamilton, uh, was uh, a guy that you look at that was a, a really great player for Notre Dame. He was recently named a captain as a junior. So we've seen it. We just haven't seen it a ton. And Joe Walt clearly has been named a team captain for his work uh, on and off the field, but just just, uh, just really earning a leadership role with his football team, which was interesting because, you know, you kind of wondered if they were going to go with four captains, you start getting a little bit into, okay, well, which veteran is it going to be? Is it going to be Joe Walt, who's the team's best player? Is it going to be Zeke Carell, who – at least in the practices we've seen, has taken on a little bit more of a, a vocal leadership role this season. If they were going to go with a smaller number of captains, obviously that makes it a little bit tougher. If they were going to go with more, they could have gone with two. And we've seen Notre Dame go with two offensive line captains uh, before in the past. Obviously back in 2017, Notre Dame had two, two uh, offensive line captains. That was Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey. And then in 2018, we saw with Alex Bars and Sam Mustapher. The fourth captain for Notre Dame is quarterback Sam Hartman. Now, this was going to be a really interesting one. Obviously, Hartman is not new to being a captain. He was a two-time captain at Wake Forest. He was a a captain in 2021. He was a captain in 2022. Over the last two years, he's thrown for about 7,500 yards. He's thrown for 77 touchdowns. Obviously, led Wake Forest to the ACC title game in 2021. The question would be, would he be able to establish himself as a leader of the team and not just a, you know, you're the quarterback leader, but just a, a leader enough to be a team captain? We saw a guy like Jack Cohn two years ago who was well-respected by his teammates, but was not named captain. And this year, obviously, Sam Hartman has been named a captain by his teammates. And, you know, I I would have thought that if they were to, do what they have done in recent years. They had six captains in 22, seven in 2021. Then it would make a lot more sense to have Sam Hartman as a captain. But I wasn't sure if they were going to have him as a captain if the number was smaller. And clearly they have, which I think speaks volumes about what his teammates think of him. I mean, from what we understand, this was a a vote by the team. The team, the players determined that. Obviously, head coaches can always have a little bit of veto power on, on that type of thing. But you don't normally see... Uh, when numbers are small for captains you don't normally see a coach add a guy the team didn't vote for what you might see is you say hey look this guy can't be a captain because of you know some rule there was obviously a situation with Ronnie Stanley a few years ago he wasn't able to be a captain because of a you know some sort of team violation but so we've seen that before but we don't often see coaches at least in Notre Dame we haven't seen that insert a guy that wasn't chosen by his teammates so that leads me to believe that the teammates are the ones that chose sam hartman to be one of the four captains so that's an interesting sort of an interesting reality to what happened is to see that and it backs up what we've been told we've had in some of our summer intel pieces at irish breakdown on the message board the premium message board which you should sign up for by the way at boards.irishbreakdown.com but it also backs up you know what marcus freeman and gino gaduli have talked about in fall camp about sam hartman winning over the locker room and and being a guy that the players look to just sort of one of the guys in a lot of ways, he didn't come here with the big time attitude. You know, hey, I've passed for this number of yards. I've passed for this number of touchdowns. I'm all time ranked here, here, here. He came in and fit in very well, took a leadership role within that room. We've heard a lot of different comments and and stories about the leadership he's shown to Steve Angeli and Kenny Minchie. But also he's taken seize, uh, hold of the team of the team. I had another conversation with somebody close to the program yesterday who echoed you know, Hartman's the, wor- the work that Hartman has done uh, to not only perform and execute, but to just be a leader for this football team. So uh, that was an interesting one to see that come to pass. Uh, you, you just you weren't sure if it was going to happen. You kind of cross your fingers and hope that it does happen because it would have meant that Sam Hartman has clearly stepped in and made himself very comfortable with his football team. So those are Notre Dame's four captains for the 2023 season. If you go back to 2010, I think the captain story at Notre Dame has really been an interesting one. And some of the reasoning for why certain numbers were, were chosen in one particular year, there were no true captains, just game captains. And we haven't had a chance to hear from Marcus Freeman as to why, He went with four this year. Sometimes it can be, hey, this is what we're going to do, right? We're going to pick two on offense and two on defense. Sometimes it can be a scenario where there was a huge difference in votes for four players or three, Uh, you know, maybe five or six guys get a ton of votes. They're all close. You go with more. There's a lot of different reasons that you can go into it. We didn't see a special teams captain per se this year, just two guys that are starters on offense and two guys that are starters on defense. And we have seen a little bit of that in the past. Obviously, Bo Bauer being a captain last year had a lot to do with special teams. We saw Tyler Newsom was one of four captains in the 2018 season. If you go back to 2010, that's kind of the the time frame which I went back and looked at this. That's sort of the the most recent era, beginning with the Brian Kelly tenure. They've had four captains more times than any other times. We've had five seasons where Notre Dame has had uh, four captains. Interestingly, two of those times were years where Notre Dame played for championships. So Notre Dame had four captains in 2012. Uh, that was Manti Teo, Tyler Eifert, Capron, Lewis Moore, and Zach Martin. They had two captains in two th- or four captains in 2018 as well, a year in which they went to the college football playoff. Alex Barr, Sam Mustapher, which we talked about earlier were captains, Tyler Newsom, which I just mentioned, and then also Drew Tranquil. Uh, you could say, hey, you know, that's a pretty good recipe then, four captains. That's great. Well, they also had four captains in 2014, which started off as a great season. We had Cam McDaniel, Nick Martin, Austin Collinsworth, and Sheldon Day. But, of course, Notre Dame had that that really bad September collapse that season, where it ranked as high as fifth at one point in time that season, then fell out of the top 25 after they lost their last four games of the regular season. Did finish strong, though, beating LSU in a bowl game. And then, of course, there were four captains in 2016, and we don't need to rehash 2016. But Mike McGlinchey, Isaac Rochelle, James Onwalo, and Tori Hunter were captains for that football team. Notre Dame has had actually eight captains before. In 2017, Notre Dame had eight captains, uh, including two walk-ons. So six scholarship players were captains. Josh Adams, Drew Martini, Mike McGlinchey, Quentin Nelson, Drew Tranquil, Niles Morgan. And then they also had Austin Webster and Chase Summerfield were team captains for that team. We've had two seasons where they had seven captains, 2021 and 2019. They had seven team captains. We had in 2022, last season, Marcus Freeman's first, they had six team captains. Obviously, J.D. Bertrand was one of those. I mentioned Bo Bauer earlier. You also had Avery Davis, who was a two-time captain. Jarrett Patterson, who was a two-time captain. And then Notre Dame's most recent high draft picks, Michael Mayer, who was a second-round pick, and then Isaiah Foskey was a second-round pick. They were also both team captains last year as part of a six-man captain group. In tw- we've had two seasons where Notre Dame's had five captains. 2020, they had five captains. And then in 2015, they had five captains. In 2013, uh, they had three captains, which is the only time that we saw that. 2011, we had one captain for Notre Dame that season. That was Harrison Smith. And, and then in 2010, Brian Kelly's first year, if you all remember that year, that was one of the more odd captain seasons for Notre Dame. That was the year in which Notre Dame had no captains. Uh, no official captains. They would name new captains for each game. And that was one of uh, one of the gimmicks that Brian Kelly had early on as he was trying to, to, to you know, kind of rebuild Notre Dame after a, a few few really tough years. So that's kind of a little bit of a brief history of Notre Dame's captain situation. So you have a two-time captain at Notre Dame in J.D. Bertrand. You have two first-time captains in Cam Hart and Joe Alt, And then you have a three-time captain in Sam Hartman, of course, this being the only year he's been a captain in Notre Dame. The next thing I wanted to talk about just briefly, we won't talk about it too long, is Sam Hartman was named, ESPN, I should say, uh, recently named their top 50 newcomers for the 2023 college football season. So these are guys that are new faces to certain schools, right? So not newcomers in the traditional sense that they're new to college football, which usually is just true freshmen, or you know, sometimes people do newcomers as true freshmen and redshirt freshmen. This is newcomers to teams more so than college football and Sam Hartman was on that list, and it was one of the few, I would say, good lists or good things that we've seen from ESPN this summer about Notre Dame. Sam Hartman was ranked number two on the list. I'll just briefly uh, share with you what Tom Van Heren, who wrote the article, said. He said Hartman was one of the top quarterback transfers this offseason, and it's coming to Notre Dame at the perfect time. Drew Pine and Tyler Buckner both transferred. And the Irish were searching for stability at the position. Hartman was a five-year starter at Wake Forest, kind of, not really. It's not really accurate. He was a four-year starter uh, in 2019. I believe 19. He only started two games. One was off the bench uh, or both of them were due to injury uh, to the starter, Jamie Newman. So he was really a four-year starter at Wake Forest. So that's not accurate. He earned third-team All-ACC honors in 2022. He threw for 12,967 yards and 110 touchdowns with 41 interceptions in his Deacon's career and is now tasked with leading the Irish in 2023. So obviously that's a, a cool thing for Notre Dame and cool thing for Sam Hartman this season. Uh, it's It's been really strange kind of looking at, at pro football, or I mean at ESPN and what they've said about Notre Dame this off season, but obviously they got this one right. I believe I, when you look at newcomers this season, there, there are very few that are expected to have the impact or have already had the impact in college football that Sam Hartman has had. I think you could argue that he should be the top newcomer when you consider uh, past production, when you consider the potential impact that he is going to have on his football team. Travis Hunter from Colorado was ranked number one. He transferred from Jackson State. He was a former five-star recruit. He's going to play receiver and cornerback. Obviously, that's the biggest name from a recruiting standpoint, but it's hard for me to to think that anyone is going to be tasked with having as much of an impact on their football team as Sam Hartman is being asked to have at Notre Dame this season. Uh, But we saw also on there Notre Dame had several opponents that were on the list. Uh, USC had four players on the list. Linebacker Mason Smith, who was a transfer from Oklahoma State, wide receiver Dorian Singer, transfer from Arizona, defensive tackle Bear Alexander, who transferred from Georgia, and then Zachariah Branch, who is a freshman wide receiver. Ohio State had Cardinal Tate, a freshman wideout. NC State had, uh, quarterback Brennan Armstrong who transferred from Virginia and Clemson a defensive tackle uh, Peter Woods who is also a freshman I've I've you know I've I mean you all know this right I've I'm always hard on ESPN and some of the different things they do but I gotta admit so this has been a strange offseason just how some of the very odd things that ESPN has said and done about about Notre Dame this year we saw an article recently by one of their analytics guys he named the most 25 impactful players on the college football playoff this year. And some of them were, you know, players are going to have an impact on teams that he thought are playoff contenders. And then he had some guys that were spoilers, didn't have Notre Dame, didn't have Tyler Buckner on there, no one from Notre Dame. And so he either thinks he thinks one of two things. Number one is Notre Dame won't play the role of spoiler to three playoff teams that he had three teams. He has in his top 10. So clear playoff potential teams. And then he doesn't think that obviously Notre Dame is a playoff contender uh, as well. So it was a very strange ranking. He had Tyler Buckner number five on that list, but the guy that beat him out isn't on the list. It was a very, very odd, very, very odd ranking. We've seen ESPN multiple times list Jaden Greathouse as a tight end. Uh, Recently, that same person who does the analytics guy was talking about, you know, was writing a comment about Notre Dame and being critical of Notre Dame. And he was talking about Howard Cross. And he mentioned how Howard Cross is undersized for a typical 335 defense, which is true. Howard Cross is undersized for a typical three three five defense. The problem is Notre Dame doesn't run a three-three-five defense. Matter of fact, Notre Dame rarely lined up in a three-three-five defense last season. And when they did line up a three-defensive lineman on the field, which was rare, it wasn't a third down situation, so it wasn't a base situation, uh, a base look where you'd be expecting a nose tackle to to be a two gap type of player to set you know to to eat up blocks and those type of things to begin with. So just like little simple things like that, that you just you would expect an outlet that uh, is is as dominant in college football world like ESPN to have better takes than that. You'd expect them to know that Sam Hartman was a three year starter, not a four year starter at Wake Forest. So they've had a very um very strange offseason. And clearly ESPN doesn't doesn't think very highly of this 2023 Notre Dame football team. But we'll find out here if they're going to be right or wrong very soon. Uh this upcoming week at hours breakdown. Obviously, this is the last week before we get into our game preparation, Notre Dame uh, versus Navy. We'll begin that on Monday, August 21st, we'll begin our game prep, our game prep breakdowns. Uh, This week, we're going to have a lot of different uh, looks at camp. We're going to talk about, we're going to make our season predictions. We're going to have a lot of different stuff this week. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. So you guys are going to want to check all that out, but make sure. So if you have not subscribed to Irish Breakdown, do so now. You can obviously subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to our podcast channel via Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast platform you use. Speaking of those, if you are already subscribed, we would love it if you'd give us a five-star review. Appreciate that very, very much. And if you have not signed up for the message board at at boards.hoursbreakdown.com, please do so. We've got a ton of fun stuff planned. A lot of great conversation already going on, but we're gonna have some really fun stuff planned from a breakdown standpoint that will only go to premium members only. So it won't be in written articles. It won't be in our shows. It'll only be on the message board. So you wanna sign up at boards.hoursbreakdown.com. i